Hey guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. And tonight we have a very, very special guest. Uh, it's our very first interview on the Three Pillars Podcast, Mr. Josh Cruz, my man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How's it Oh, man, it's going good, dude. Glad to have you on. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I know uh, uh, most people you have submitted some content, but I think you have submitted the most <laughs> content for stuff to talk about. So I appreciate you giving me, uh, you know, things to discuss on, on this channel. So, you know, much love to that. Absolutely. I'm a big fan. Man. I appreciate it, man. So Josh is a, is a fellow Bella Woodsman, as it were. Uh, before we get into tonight's topic and everything and, the, and the kind of the interview, uh, why don't you just go ahead and in, uh, introduce yourself a little bit, um, you know, who you are, what you're doing now. I think we're going to talk about kind of military transition a little bit, so we'll let you, we won't, you know, spoil it too much there. Uh, but, just, you know, tell me what's going on in your life, man. Yeah, uh, right now, Cruz, uh, 32 years old, fellow Cran Eater for Life, Marine Corps veteran. Uh, I'm follower of Christ, first and foremost, thankfully. You know, just going through my everyday struggles with that, like every every Christian is, especially in today's crazy world. And uh, been out of the Marine Corps. Let's see, I got out in 2016, so I've been out for about five years now. Got to go over to Iraq in the sandbox as a contractor. Had some fun with that. And, uh, yeah, now I'm just trying to transition out of uh, the good old state of New York down to Tennessee, hopefully, getting to uh, law enforcement life. We'll see how that goes. That process is uh, quite a tedious one almost as tedious as getting in the military right but uh yeah that's pretty much it for right now i'm just uh working construction in the meantime and trying to make it in this crazy world trying to go that's awesome man but like i appreciate your service obviously as a a fellow marine uh fellow warrior in this fight for uh, against good and evil as we, we we do every single day um so yeah that's a good background for you um Real quick, everybody out there listening, if you you know are listening to this on the podcast channel, give us a rating, give us a, a review, anything like that. If you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, just you know share it. We appreciate the shares. Uh, I know Josh is always in my corner, uh, hooking me up with that, hooking me up with content. So yeah, he's got a lot. So if you guys uh, uh, you know like what you got going on, share it. If you want to come on a come on a podcast, let me know. We'll do it. I'm not asking for probably like 20 minutes of your time because you know. I get, I got the attention span of a goldfish at the time. We all got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, you know, I think it's a uh, a good thing to be able to get on as two men, two warriors getting together and talking about, you know, the, our struggles. So I'm definitely happy you back on again. I, I already know we haven't even gotten to the interview and I already know I'm going to have you back on again at some point. So uh, we'll get into that. Um, as per the usual, uh, we'll go ahead and hit it with a quick word of prayer and then we'll just, you know, dive right in. If that's cool with you, man. Awesome, dude. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for just bringing us together, two warriors for, uh, for you. Lord, I ask you to bless Josh and just guide him and direct him and all uh, all the things he's got going on in his life. I know he's get, trying to go into law enforcement. Lord, just grant that for him. Uh, he's going to be one of the good ones. Lord, I ask that you just uh, be with us tonight. Give us the, the eyes to see, ears to hear, and all the words to say that we can just commune, have fellowship together, uh, even though we're you know a couple hundred miles apart. We'll, we'll still be able to, to get your word across, get your message across, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just bless everybody tuning in tonight, and we'll just jump jump right into it in your holy name. Amen. Amen. So, you're in the Marins. What's your favorite, what's your favorite color crayon before we get started? Also, between the red and the day. 
But which one tastes better? I know we're not just talking about colors. Talk about what's your favorite to eat. I gotta go with the red. Red. Red ones are the best. I will have to agree. I'm, I'm partial to the green, but the red ones are definitely the best. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the green's got something in there, but uh, you know that that's like a special occasion. It's a, it's, like a, the, it's a it's a texture thing. I think the green ones are more of a texture issue for me. That's but, funny, man. Well, oh hey, yeah. I, like I said, this is this is our uh, our first kind of interview show. It's nothing really, um, nothing formal. I didn't have anything really crazy prepared. It's just kind of more of a dialogue. Um, and people have been hearing me run my sock for like thirty some episodes. I'd rather them give you know fresh perspective on stuff that's going on. So, uh, what I like to do is turn it over to you if you want to, um, you know, tell me about your career in the Marine Corps. You know, the goods, the bads, the uglies. If if you got time for it, or just you know stuff stuff you learned. Um, yeah, I guess what are some things you learned in the Marine Corps that you can apply to anybody who might be thinking about joining the military, uh, somebody who's in right now who um, you may need to hear that lesson. And then after you know, you've transitioned to a point where you're about to make another transition, you know, what are some lessons, I guess, that you learned in, in the Marine Corps and the military that, or even, in, even contracting, I guess, that can apply into the, you know, the civilian world we found ourselves in now? Yeah, absolutely. It was a 23 technician special way of saying I countered bullets for a living. So I worked at the uh, ammunition supply point. I issued out all the ammo to the different units for training. Uh, I was stationed out in Camp Pendleton, good old California. And I did the same job overseas uh, in Iraq as a contract. Not the most exciting job, extremely boring and tedious. Um, and I guess I got a secret clearance out of it, which I can say, so that's kind of cool. Um, Those are good for like that, 10 years, right? Wait, yeah, got that. It helps me, and that's the real job over overseas was because of that. So you know, hey, you got to take what uh, what life gives you. And uh, I probably say the the biggest lesson. There's there's probably two biggest lessons that kind of coincide that I learned from the military, at, and one of them is kind of cliche. Because military always teaches you, especially the Marine Corps, uh, to adapt and overcome. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take any It's going to, you got curveballs coming left and right, left and right. You have a plan. God throws a curveball in it. Maybe it's not his plan. All right, got to try and get back on track, figure it out. Oh, I'm going to try it this way. Oh, that plan doesn't work out. So you just got to keep adapting and overcoming to it. Um, and then the other one is perception is reality. And it's not so much um, what it is partially what you perceive of yourself. Um, but it's more so what other people perceive of you mm-hmm. and try not to, as a society today, we try to say, oh, you know, don't let what anyone else thinks of you, let you down or to, uh, or this or that. And that's true. However, it does play a part when you're applying for a new job, you know, your first impression when you walk in the interview, that's how, and as far as perception is real, you know, you go into a job interview that manager or interviewer they're just going to perceive you and they're pretty much going to give the okay or not okay based off of their perception so as much as you as we as a society try to say hey it doesn't matter what other people think yeah not when it comes to you know the nitty-gritty stuff if that makes sense but yeah yes, you, you, you kind of have to you know get people to like you or perceive you in the proper way in order to kind of maybe achieve a goal or two um, so those are probably the two biggest lessons I've learned. And when I was younger, I was always the guy who I'm a little guy. So I always had a big mouth and I didn't care what people thought <laughs> of me. 
and it bit me in the butt plenty of times um especially you know in the in the military um i never got to deploy when i was in um i i remember one quick side story there was a another marine who got caught under again going through the database um and he got to go on a deployment whereas i did not so i was kind of mm. like what the heck but all ups liked him so they you know mm. they perceived in a different way than they perceived me um so in that sense it kind of screwed me over even though he did something wrong both in the military and in civilian world get caught underage drinking that's mm. no no especially while you're um you know so just those are the two biggest lessons that i learned um and that kind of was a crappy time in the military for me as far as my time in a uh, very uh a very pogue unit for those of you out there who don't know what that means it's person other than grunt we get made by the grunts it's okay we, we, we do make fun of you but uh at, at the end of the day i still appreciate having uh the, the right amount of rounds when i'm trying to get some training or if i'm going down range i'd like to have all, all the rounds that i asked for so you have a very important job sir i'll give you actually <laughs> but uh you know it's very um kind of a boring tedious type job and you know that led us our unit to be a little more rambunctious rebellious and you know you had a lot of alcohol incidences and things like mm -hmm. that well you you, you you coop up a bunch of you know type a personalities and don't let them off the leash a little bit that i guess the takeaway from that is you know you got to give some people like an outlet right and they're going to find some kind of outlet, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, like I said, if they're boozing or if they're just acting out, you got, they got to have something to help straighten them out, whether it's a solid you know, group of leaders who's, who's going to be team adapt, if it's going to be some kind of instruction, some kind of some, some kind of structure that they need, but you can only do so much. And as, as you know, with the, the guys that you have, so like I said, you just got to improvise, adapt and overcome. Um, I think that's a huge, a huge thing everybody can can understand because a lot of times, you know, we're, we're we, you're trained to a standard, you get all these tools in your toolbox, you just got to know how to use them. I think the Lord has an awesome way of allowing us all these different situations that we can use all these tool these tools in our toolboxes, which is cool. Looking back on it, you might be like, I see what you, I see what was going on. I see where the, where the test was and you, and you learned from it. Um, and what you said about the, the being in an interview and having the perception, that's that's huge. Like people don't understand when you walk into a new place of business or even think of it as even like a new like a new gym, right? You're the mm -hmm. new guy, right? How are people going to perceive you? Are you just going to be? You know, there's lots of different ways you can just that perception. You're going to be a, you know, you're going to be this kind of arrogant dude. You're going to be the kind of nice, kind of humble guy. How is it going to be? It, but it's it's key, especially as as veterans, uh, as as you transition from the active duty into the civilian world, you have to have, um, you got to carry yourself with all those character traits you learned in the military, because that's why that's what they're expecting. And if you come in here looking like a scumbag, they're gonna be like, I thought this guy was a vet. Like, what's going on? So, that's a great message to any veteran out there listening. Is don't ruin it for anybody else coming in. Like, just. You know, people make jokes, say, hey, mil it's military grade, but that doesn't always mean it's the best, but it could be if, if, if you talk about personnel, as long as people don't go in there and screw it up. No, a big part of that perception is uh, your your language. You know, yes. obviously, body, but in the military, we all have 
our own language. We have our own acronyms, our own way of talking to each other, a lot of which is not the most nice for most civilians. So you kind of, you know, reel it back in and say, okay, I can't make this joke. I can't talk about that. You know, I can't say kill every other word. Right, right. Um, civilian world, they, you know, they don't like that. <laughs> they, don't, so, they just don't get it. What's this guy kill? What? Is, right. what? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, it's like, and you got to explain it. And then it's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, it's just having that understanding of concept of how people will, can perceive you and take something. And, uh, you know, and someone nowadays takes something the wrong way and it can turn into something that you did not even intend it to be and right. go a whole way out in left field. Um, but yeah, like you said, you know, God definitely has a funny way of teaching you the lessons. You know, he knows us better than we know ourselves. You know, he created us. He, um, does. he knows the best way to teach us. And no matter how smart you think you are, no matter how strong or how tough or anything like that, he'll find a way to humble you. He'll find a way to, to maneuver around you and get you to learn your lesson one way or another. And, and you know, I don't know about you, but I am extremely stubborn and I yeah. give things to God, say, God, I'm struggling in this, help me out on that. And then I go, no, nah, no, nah, I got it. Cool. Thanks. Right. I, try and do it. I get a big old piece of humble pie and you know, it just, uh, yeah. It's not always the funnest, but you, it's like you said, you look back at it and you go, eh, I see what you did. That there. Was your lesson. It's, just, it's like, he's the, he's the ultimate parent, right? He's the, we don't call him the father for, for nothing. Right. He, I, I do it to my kids. Like, I'm like, here's a, here's a way you're going to do something. You're going to either do it the hard way or the way do it my way. Right. And if they do it the hard way, it might take them a little longer. They get done and come back beat up. And like, oh, man. And I'm just like, Bloop, do this one little thing from there. Like, Oh, come on. You know, like, it's like, well, I told you. But did you learn anything? Yeah. Well, you learned, yeah, I could do it this way too, but it's a lot more efficient to do it this other way. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a real, it's, it's an awesome part of growth. And that's what this whole, you know, this whole podcast is, is about is, is using those three pillars, physical, mental, and spiritual uh, to grow. And that center pillar being the most important, I think, um, because from that, everything else develops. Um, and we've talked about it a lot offline about, about that. And I think that would be another episode is, you know, maybe a testimony later on. Um, but that's, that's, that's awesome, man. As I, like I said, I want to keep you, keep you till I don't even know what our time's at right now, but um, I mean, that's, what's that? That I'm having a good old time. Yeah, man. I, I, I love it too. I said, if I didn't have the youngest downstairs waiting on me to come, you know, talk them into bed or whatnot, I'd be, and I'd, I'd, you know, cut the lights out. We'll do this for a long time, but um, definitely want to have you back on. Um, so what's, what's your, what's your next step? What are you doing? What are you doing? What's your next, uh, I guess, true direction? You said you had to Tennessee. What's going on down there? Hopefully. So they just, so I actually applied to them back and they took till just the day before Thanksgiving to get back to me saying, we finally want to start your. That's about right. Oh, are you still interested? I'm like, uh, I applied, you know, six, seven months ago. Yeah. Um, so now they're just, they basically sent out a questionnaire to, um, my family, my references, um, and ex-girlfriends and my current girlfriend. Um, so it's pretty much going through that. And then what I'm assuming what they're going to do is they're going to take all the questionnaires, which I'm assuming is the same and kind of compare notes and see. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of, you know, being, being patient, which I am very much an impatient person. Yeah. It's, it's a process. I, I went through the whole law enforcement thing a, a while back. I went through the FBI process. It was a, uh, 
it was a process to be to be real with it. But if it gets you down out of New York, gets you down to Tennessee, a little closer down to Old Tobinator, I'll, I'll make sure I come and see you. I'm actually I'm actually looking at a, a conference in Franklin, which is just south of Nashville, in like April, maybe. Something. That was actually. Like What's that? <laughs> and I live in there if I get that. Yeah, yeah. So we're, that's where this uh, this this conference is, like the Tennessee Police Chief. So if I see old chief of, uh, I'm not gonna give the department away, but if I see him, I'm like, hey man, I know a guy, and uh, he's a good one. So I, I, I got you. I got you. It's how it's how we network and keep it keep it real, right? Absolutely. Um, that's the so, term I got. Real, yeah, real that, it is. It is, and, and let, let, I'm I'm telling you, like three no i can't even tell you i've been a reference for a lot of my a lot of my my good buddies who've gone in law enforcement i don't think i've missed yet so if if you need a need a reference you know i told you you put me down i'll, I'll be more than happy to talk you up and not and not even like blow smoke either like hey like this is this is your guy so appreciate that no no absolutely so before we uh we wrap up you know again i appreciate you coming on i appreciate the the ideas, the content, the the daily conversations we have, uh, you know, offline. Um, what is your goal for the month of December? What is something, because it's tomorrow. What, is, what are you going to do by the end of December before we just to end end out, out 2021? What is your, uh, what is a mission you could give yourself? Uh, so my two goals for, uh, for Thanksgiving there. Uh, one was to uh, stop drinking for the month of June or December. Okay. You know, I get I get carried away with it, and I kind of rely on it too much, especially being up here in New York in the winter. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's cold. I have a lot of there's you know my outdoor activities that I like to, and I can't really do in the winter, so I tend to go to the bar. Um, that's one that's one thing I want to quit out, and then to add with that, I want to get back into the gym. Um, I've pretty much been out since the beginning of August when I had COVID. I haven't been back since, not because I can't do it I've just been lazy just straight up lazy haven't had the drive so you know I kind of want to get back on that horse especially if I'm going to be going into law enforcement kind of got to jump start that and get myself back in conditioning and all that stuff so that's my goal um, as a gym a couple minutes up the street for me small local little gym which you know kind of helped me support a local business um, smaller trying to chop down a whole plethora of of tasks there between small business, gym, the alcohol, all that that's, stuff. And kind that's of- definitely a, a realistic, smart, you know, a measure, but was, they call them smart goals. I forget what the acronym means, but you know, it's, it's realistic. It's measurable. It's definitely attainable, something you can, you can track. And by the end of the month, you're gonna feel a lot better. I've actually, you said that my wife and I are pretty much abstaining uh, from the old booze for the month of December too. we got a couple little, I got a little company Christmas party coming up, but She's trying to lose like 15 pounds before her, before her birthday in January. My birthday's in January, so we're both kind of on this diet thing together. So I will I will help do my best to hold you accountable tomorrow at five <laughs> o'clock when I'm in the gym. Like, yo, uh, Cruz, where you at, dog? I'll do I'll do the, I'll do the Jocko thing. I don't have a watch, but I'll do the Jocko thing. But yo, it's uh it's time to go. Um, but all I can do for the hardest step is just going, and you know that. So get back in there and knock it out, man. Oh heck yeah, man. Hey, if I'm uh, for January, maybe I'll swing down for your birthday. Yeah, I'm, like I said, my birthday is the third. Uh, I got some traveling coming up. We start 
wheeling back up again for work, but hit me up, man. Like I said, you, you got my number. We talk all the time, so I'll keep you posted. Faux show. Well, let's uh, anyway. those. That's a pretty pretty solid episode. I think. I think this is gonna be one for the books. I'll definitely have you back on uh, multiple times. I'm sure, and I'll try to find a better connection and a better means of doing this. But this is the easiest way for now. So we'll carry on with the Zoom. Um, but let's end it with a, a quick word of prayer. I'm gonna try to launch this on Saturday. I'm, I think that's when I'm gonna do my interview series is on Saturday. Keep the regular episodes on Thursday, and then drop these guys on Saturday. I think that's a good plan. So. Um, Again, per figuring out I can edit them and get them halfway decent. <laughs> so I like it. We'll see what happens. Right on, right on. I'm right, here. Man. Let's hit it with a little ending prayer and then we'll uh you know get this thing ready to go for Saturday, dude. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you again for you know blessing my life with Josh Cruz. Uh, he's a good man. He's he's uh in one of your perfect creations, Lord, just like all of us. We just have to realize that sometime. And if we you know, use that perception, Lord, that you give us, that we are a child of the Most High, the creator of the universe, thought it was a good idea to have us on this planet. I think we could all do a lot lot better to, um, to change this world, Lord. Lord, thank you for giving us the tools to improvise, adapt, and overcome, and to you know, combat all the slings and arrows that the devil throws at us each and every day, and for turning this into warriors for you. Lord, I ask that you bless Josh this week. Uh, let him hear something back soon that we can get this process rolling for him in law enforcement, uh, guide him and direct him, have a whole host of angels behind him to keep him safe. Uh, as I thank him for it, for all that he does. And Lord, I ask that you, uh, anybody tuning into this, anybody who shares this, anybody who just may happen to stumble across it, just be blessed uh, by the words we've gone through tonight. And Lord, I ask that you just uh, guide us and direct us, keep us strong in our faith for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bam. Any last words, sir? I just appreciate you having me on, and I look forward to again, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, sir. We'll we'll, uh, we'll knock this out, and we'll uh, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, I like it. Trial and error. We'll keep you. All right, buddy. Well, we'll talk to you. Sure.